so what team in the league right now do you think looks like that Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Clippers team? What team looks like that? Because I think to me, that was like that. That's probably one of my favorite running gun teams. And then next would be that that Phoenix Suns team um, with Nash and Marion and Raja Bell and Amare. What yeah. team looks like that Clippers team? Because I would have loved, which is which is why I enamor our, our, our bench so much. Because our, I think our bench is that. I think our bench is that. Even if you was to say, you know what, we're going to swap Noel and put even, – even if you say we swap Noel out for Mitch at the starting position, you put Mitch coming off the bench, our bench looks like that Clippers team. So what team in the league right now thinks you do you think looks like that, that, that L.A. Clippers run and gun and dunk on everybody team? The Knicks. <laughs> I don't know about about dunking on everybody, but I think Mitchell Robinson is going to dunk a lot, man. You know, he, he's he's going to look a lot better than than he is, because I mean, just for the simple fact that he has four um, offensive talents around him, he's going to be open. You know, so I think he he can put off a, a DeAndre Jordan, you know, um, type of thing. You know, we got we got to be uh, careful with that because we're going to have to pay him. <laughs> you know, if, if he does do that, you know. Hey, um, listen, all I'll say about that. This this angry idea about we don't we don't pay we don't pay you know Mitchell Robinson what do you like what you gotta we gotta pay this guy yo Rudy Gobert got a bag for doing what Mitchell Robinson does right now a little bit more better let's be real let's be real. Do you know what Tree Rollins did in his career, man? You know, Tree, remember Tree Rollins back in the days? Tree Rollins, no, that name doesn't ring a bell. Well, Tree Rollins played for Atlanta, man. This is this is a guy like during during the um the era where where everybody had a good center. Uh, Atlanta had Tree Rollins, you know what I'm saying? One of like the worst offensive guys. But I mean, if you want to talk about stats, he he um he would give you like eight to nine points, uh, maybe basically eight to nine rebounds, you know, seven to nine rebounds. Uh, you know, three blocks, that type of thing. Um, that, that's basically Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson hasn't given us anything more than that, you know, and, and he's gotten starters minutes and stuff like that. He he, he, has, he doesn't have an ability to score. So anyway, uh, to, to pay to pay somebody like major money, like the way they're paying um, Goldberg, you got to be able to score. So, I mean, every time every time um, Utah gets in trouble in the playoffs when they need a bucket, when it's Donovan Mitchell drowning, there's nobody else that can score. And, and you know, when they paid – their center, the max, and he cannot create his own shot. That that's I, I think you can't you can't do that. Listen, I'm not I'm not comparing. I'm comparing. Yes, we could say Utah is was Utah dumb as hell for that. Uh, yes, I yeah. think so. But I'm talking about what the new what the new NBA standard is. For who gets paid. That is like so all over the place. Like JJ Reddick was still making crazy buku contracts, right? Drogic made a bunch of money. They paid your boy that went down to um Charlotte from Boston. 
what's the white guy's name? Um, oh, um, uh, Gordon. Gordon Hayward. He yeah. got a bag. Like, who gets a bag? It's Everybody's just a matter a bag of now. right. So who gets a? So why are we arguing or why are we worried about? Oh, we gotta pay the guy. Like, I don't care about what Dolan does with with the money or what the front office does with how they pay him. All I'm saying is. The standard has changed as to who deserves what. Standards change. So if if I'm not saying that I'm going to pay Mitchell Robinson what Rudy Gobert got. But if the asking price is half of that. Come we, we can I'll give you that right away. And if he's wanting more. Let's talk. But if you're asking for Rudy Gobert money, certainly no. Certainly no. I want you well, to play here because you want to play here. Well, let's say you let's know? say the Knicks didn't make the playoffs last year, and then um, say Mitchell Robinson um got an extension, and we and like let's, let's I'm saying we did not make the playoffs, right? And then say Mitchell Robinson did not get an extension yet, but he should he was up for an extension. Let's say if we didn't win, like I'm saying, and Mitchell Robinson got an extension, that is a a, a travesty. You know, we didn't make the playoffs with this guy, and then you go, you want to take your cap and say, just throw it out the window and just give this guy money just because he's owed it due to the market or due to what's happening. You can't do that because you 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 totally screw your franchise over because you can't get better now because now you done tied up all your your uh, your money and, and equity and, into into a guy that can't create create his own shot. That's not. I don't think that's a good idea. I, again. Huh, a lot of people don't like this 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 part of the conversation. It always seems to come here. Is it that Mitchell Robinson can't or he just didn't? Now, hold on. Be- before you answer, I want you to think about this for a second. Right? Think about this for a second. We don't – there's not many centers in a league – that we give the expectation to create your own shots. There might be five in a league that we say, put the ball on the floor, create your own shots, make the ball from the top of the key, right? Start from the top of the key and do that. And we'll give you a bag, right? There might be five. I can only think of two right now off the top of my head. No, I'll say three. And one of them is not even a traditional center. I'm talking about Embiid, Jokic, and Bam Bam. Bam at a bayou. That's it. No other center in the league is really creating their own shot. None of them are doing that, right? So Rudy Gobert got a bag based off of what he does well, which is rebound the ball, and put back and play defense. And what do you expect Mitchell Robinson to do? Rebound the ball, put back, defense, and blocks because he did that. That's what you expect him to do, right? So look at this, this idea, this, 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 this bull crap idea that we have that. We're not going to give a guy the ball that can't create his own shot. Rudy Gobert can't create his own shot. He gets the ball in the paint. 
He might do two dribbles and a hook. You might get that out of him. Other than that, he's a same running gun lobber just like everybody else. All of the other big man running running up and down the floor centers, Rudy Gobert is that. He just does it a little bit better than all of them, and he got a bag. Now, again, Utah's crazy as hell for doing that. I'm just saying that the market is what's going to dictate what we determine a player is going to get at this time. That's it. The market is going to dictate that. Not the opinion of Eru or Evergreen. That, that, that ain't going to dictate it. The market is going to say Mitchell Robinson deserves to get something because two years ago, Rudy Gobert got something. And he does. And if I would go so far as to argue to say you give Mitchell Robinson a full healthy season and he's better than Rudy Gobert. Holy if you ask me, I would say that. That's that's that first opinion, Nick fans. The first evergreen G opinion. That's it. Mitchell Robinson will be better. I'll say that right now in confidence. Mitchell Robinson will be better than Rudy Gobert. All right, I'll say you, it right now. You're talking about market. So $45 million? You would pay Mitchell Robinson $45 million a year? No. That's and that's what I'm saying. That's he will be better. He's not better now, but we're in a position where we got to extend him this year. We got to we got to give this guy a contract next year if we want to keep him. Right. So would you would you pay Mitchell Robinson? Would you pay Mitchell Robinson 19 million dollars? I don't I don't know about that. I mean, 19 million dollars over what? Over how many years? You're talking about giving him a five year deal like like this? Give him 20 million dollars a year? With, with would with you like... give Would you give Mitchell Robinson? Here we go. Here we go. Nick fans, you ready for this? Would you give Mitchell Robinson four years, 86 million? I gotta do. I gotta get my calculator now. Come on, bro. Four years. Come on, bro. That's 86 million. That's that's twenty one point five million a year, I think. I mean, I I wouldn't, because I mean, you know, is it, wow. by by, by paying by paying him twenty one million dollars, does that make us a better team? The okay, see, here's what happens, Nick fans. This is what happens. This is what happens. What we start doing is, we start looking at the money. As if it's ours, right? So get out, hold on, hold on, Iru, Iru, get out of the money, bro. Get out of the money. Get out of the money because it's not yours. The question actually should be: if Mitchell Robinson is not on this team, are we better? Who can we find in the league right now to replace Mitchell Robinson and give you the exact same production on a cheaper contract? Nerlens Noel, he did that last year for us, bro. Who are you gonna have coming off the bench then? Taj Gibson and, and um, Jericho <laughs> Sims. <laughs> we made we won forty one games last year. Forty one games oh we won last year. God. Fourth seed okay. in the NBA okay, with that so with that so, formula. Okay. So fine, I'll 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 concede to that. Do we get do we get out of the playoffs? Do we get out of the first round with that same setup? Even with the team that we have right now, even with Kemba Walker starting and Evan Ward Fournier coming at the two or the three, RJ Barrett at the three or the two, Judas Randle at the four, Nerlens Noel starting, and 
Taj Gibson coming off the bench at the five. Which means that that lob threat that you thought you had with the potential Mitchell Robinson or Nerlens Noel is out the window because Taj Gibson ain't jumping nowhere. Jericho Sims hasn't learned enough to be trusted, so you can automatically cut him out. And you think that we're going to get out of the first round against Clinton Capella? That, that, is, that doesn't mean I have to pay Mitch Robinson $21 million. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying that. Uh, what, what I'm saying is, is that, Mitch, again, you're looking at it. This is what all Nick fans do. All Nick fans look at that money like it's if it's theirs. What well, I'm you, saying you, is you keep you saying that, out, but listen, it's, it's a team. We have to build a team. So if he's paying Mitchell Robinson $21 million, then who's our power forward? Who's our small forward? Who's these other guys? How the do we get better? That, bro, the same guy that we got, the same guy that we got that's a power forward and a small forward right now. The guy that we got that's a power forward right now is on contract for the next four years. The guy that we got that's a power forward coming off the bench for him is on contract for the next three years. This is not this is not an argument. The guy that can easily be moved at the five position is Nerlens Noel. Bye, you're only making ten million. I'm packaging it, and I'm 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 moving you for something that I need. But Mitchell like, Robinson, like, like, in my opinion, Mitchell Robinson is a guy that you retain. Because there's not many – how many centers in the league right now do you know that will sprint out to the three and get you a block? Yeah, but he weighs 270 pounds now. Is he going to be able to do that? We don't know yet. Sure. We don't know. I'm cool I'm cool with saying that we don't know. I'm, I'm, I got that. I'm, I'll, I'll ride with that too. You got that. That's a, that's a, that's a great cover-up for acting like you don't know what he did. Yeah, he he did that. He also averaged what like oh, four, okay. almost five blocks his first season, but he hasn't done anything close to that since since then. Since his what are you? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! See, see, now let's let's go to the stats. See, this is you this can is... go to the stats if you want to. <laughs> he didn't average four blocks a game last year, Mitch, Mitch Robinson. This is this is nobody who averaged four blocks a game. But that, that was that was the narrative that that he was going to average six blocks a game, ten blocks a game. He was oh no, average. no, that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened. That's that's never happened. So I'm not. I, I don't care about what everybody else's narrative is. That's 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 not my. That's not my mo. It's never been my mo. I care about what the numbers say, and the numbers tell me that his career peak thus far was eight point four career eight point four points a game. Yeah, okay. Nine point seven in the 2019-2020 season. At a total of seven rebounds a game. That was in 2020. And two blocks. And at his peak was his rookie season at 2.4. But the system changed at 1.5 and he got injured. Okay. He's only been in the league three years. He got injured. Right? This narrative that Mitchell Robertson, like, all right, when you say that someone's injury prone, Right, because that's the that's the narrative that comes out. When you say that someone is injury prone, are you looking at freak accident injuries, and you're saying that's injury prone? Or are you like injury you, prone like, is injury prone? No, no, no. Clarify. You can't define something and say the same thing twice. Like when I say injury prone, again, 
the most polarizing Nick in Nick history, Frank Nulakina, was an injury-prone guy. He injured the growing at least three times every single season that he played for this team. That's injury-prone. Mitchell Robinson is just a guy with bad luck. Last season. Last season. I'm, I'm looking at it last season because the season before that, he had little small ankle injuries here that put him out for maybe six, seven games. Little knee injuries here that put him out for maybe, you know, certain amount of games here and there. Like he wasn't, he wasn't out completely. He wasn't out completely. Like games played out of 72 games, right? Last in a 2018 season, he played 66. That means he missed eight games. Right? Is the math right there? He missed eight games. And actually, no. What is it? 82 games a season? Right? I apologize. My, my math is off. 82 games a season, right? In the 2020, in the 2018 season, is 82 games or 80? How many? What is it? 82 or 86? Either way, he season. missed in a 82. season. Yeah. 82. Okay. So he missed. Uh, 16 games. And then the 2019-2020 season, which is statistically arguably his best season, he averaged, he, he got 61 games. Last season, which was the back-to-back injuries, he only played 31. Right? I'm not saying give the guy a bag right now. I'm saying that this is the year that you evaluate. Yeah. This is the year that you evaluate and you let the market dictate. I'm happy with what they did as far as contracts and fiscal, fiscal, you know, fiscal responsibility, fiscal security, all that good stuff. I'm happy with that. But if he gives me 10 points a game, which I think should be easy for him. Based off of based off of the way the team, the starting lineup is constructed right now, assuming he's a starter, that's easy. Easy money. Off of lobs, can Mitchell Robinson catch five lobs a game, maybe two lobs a game and three putbacks? Easy money. And 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 then you give him maybe three foul shots a game. That's an easy 13 points a game. You give him two two blocks a game. A steal and let's see. We'll we'll be we'll be reasonable with his rebounds. He averaged seven rebounds again. He averaged for his career, he averaged seven rebounds. So you give me a guy that gives you seven rebounds, 13 points, two blocks, and one steal. Because he's averaging 0.9 for his career. What do you pay that guy? Again, seven rebounds, 13 points, because I think that could be his peak. Seven rebounds, 13 points, two blocks, and one steal. What do you what do you pay that guy? I know I don't want to go north of too much. Well, I mean 20 million because I you, you're talking about the market, but I'm not I'm not I don't care. Like I'm not looking at it as the market, I'm looking at it as our team. Okay, you know, I'm looking so at how can, how can we maximize the, 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 the potential of our team. Based you on know, this I, team now, if we right. say Mitchell Robinson is a guy that we are going to resign, right? 
because he gave us 13 rebounds, I mean 13 points, seven rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. But he never gave us 13 rebounds. He never gave us 13 points a game. I got you. But what I'm saying is, based off of the way this team is constructed with the space, with the fact that you can't double team anybody. Or if you double team him, the only person that really needs to step up to double team him is the center position where you would think that you're not losing anybody, which is Lob City for Kemba, right? Because we didn't really have a, a super lob threat under any of the point guards we had, really, right? The lobs that he was getting wasn't from no damn – it wasn't from Alec Burke like that. The damn sure wasn't for Derrick Rose because they didn't really play together. It wasn't from Quickly, and it and it certainly wasn't from Alfred Payton. So now you got Kemba Walker, who is your new primary distributor driver. And the last season, he averaged 8.3 points with a guy that can't get him the ball in the air. He averaged 8.3 points. So you give me two more lob attempts and one more foul shot. That's it. That's five points. Well, not even one more foul shot. One more foul, which is two shots at the line. Assuming he doesn't make it. Two shots at the line. And his free goal and his field goal percentage from let's see, what's what's his foul shot percentage? Free throw percentage. He had 2.1 attempts a game, 1.2 attempts per 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 uh uh 1.2 free free throws are made. So he's a 56% free throw shooter. So out of two, out of one extra attempt at the line, you're getting, or excuse me, out of one extra foul, you're getting a whole nother point. So that 8.3 is going to easily going to get you 12 to 13 points. That's why I'm not jumping out the sky and, and giving all these crazy numbers. I'm just looking at, you think Kemba Walker can get, yes or no, do you think Kemba Walker can get Mitchell Robinson two more lob attempts a game? I mean, we, we talked about it. I, I've been saying it all the whole the whole, um, whole game. We got four offensive players in the starting lineup, so Mitchell Robinson is going to be open. You know, I've been, okay, been saying so, it. I've been saying it so, the, whole, the whole podcast. So that's a, so that's a yes, right? He right. already averaged 8.3 points a game. So two more attempts. Let's just assume that he makes one of those two. Now he's at 10.3 points a game. And the other one is a foul. And he's shooting 50% from the floor. So we'll say that's 11. We'll give the max. 11 points a game. Now I'm dropping. I'm helping you out. 11 points a game. We keep him at the same rebounds. Seven rebounds a game. We keep him at the same blocks. Two blocks a game. And we keep him at the same steals. I'm not, I, I, I don't feel comfortable paying him $20 million a, a, a year. So what are you, I'm asking you, what are you going to pay him, Eru? What are you going to pay him? Me, I, me personally, like, like I said, I wouldn't pay him. Me personally, I wouldn't pay him. I would find somebody else. Wow. The same way we found Nerlens Noel, we paid Nerlens Noel $5 million to play one year. We could find somebody else. Is the but Nerlens Noel is making $10 million right now. Well, I'd rather pay Mitchell Robinson $10 million. If he don't want to oh, take $10 million, then I'll find somebody else. <laughs> Nick fans, 
Okay, so because I mean, listen, listen, you're you're kind of being a little bit too like 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 dramatic with the numbers because his numbers are not crazy. Like if Mitchell Robinson was giving me like like twelve rebounds a game, you know that type of thing, walking into the gym, he doesn't rebound the belt the ball well. He cannot score unless he's getting a lob. You know what I'm saying? So this is not skills that you cannot find somewhere else. You can you can find that in the scrap heap. You know what I'm saying? I understand he has little intangibles and that that are great, but not twenty million dollars a year great. You know what I'm saying? I, I would I would rather uh you know find a bargain basement player than than pay him twenty something million dollars because I you know I get the whole thing where maybe maybe you can you can um pay him now package him later and do like I'm not with that I, I'm with I'm with trying to trying to maximize uh the potential of the roster as best I can I do not want to lock up um um salary for a guy that's injury prone because because uh, there's a there's a reason if he keeps getting these freak injuries that means that there's something going on here. So that means that you can guarantee that Mitchell Robinson is going to break something this year. So why am I paying him twenty million dollars, <laughs> bro? But he, the only all right. So out of three years, the only year that he's broken anything was last season. We got we got to stop with this injury prone stuff for Mitchell Robinson. Didn't he break we his got, hand? He, he broke he broke his foot this year and he broke his hands um sometime before. It was the same like, year. It was the same year. Cut it out. They were both the same year. He broke his hand first this year or last season, and in the same season. He came back for four games, and he landed on somebody's foot and broke his foot. Okay, these are he's goofy. Freak. These sure, I'll give you that too. He was goofy at two hundred and thirty pounds, but now he's two hundred and seventy pound man. So now, now when he falls, he's gonna break his whole hip and everything now because he's way heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I like I, I like it. I like it. Listen, all I'm saying is I am certainly willing to negotiate. I'm not saying you pay him 20 million. I'm damn sure not saying you pay him 45 million. This is why I, I don't take a position on this. All I'm saying is, is I want the guy. And in reality, I want him oh, because shit. I value. I really, really, really value continuity, which is why I was one of the first to say that I want this guy retained here, and I and I really value the fact that they decided to keep everybody. That they decided to that, bring but... back. They decided to bring back Burks, Noel. Yeah, they moved on from from Bullock, but whatever. Yeah, they moved on from Elfer Payton, which is good riddance. But I, I value the return. And I'm saying the starting center guy, where are you going to find a seven foot one? Like seven foot one guys that are going to play through a fall, that's going to get up and still get you a block at the three point line. Like you, that, you're not, that's, that's value, bro. That's, that's, that's his value, man. But I, I, I rather pay valuable to bring. Yeah, I'd rather pay. Um, you know, I'd rather pay freaking Hassan Whiteside five million dollars a year to do what he does. But Hassan you... Whiteside doesn't do what Mitchell Robinson does, bro. Oh he my god! When have you I ever don't... seen Hassan Whiteside? When have you listen? You, you I'll I, I give you, you this. Can um, scour Has... the internet. You can scour the internet right now. And you can look up Hassan Whiteside highlights. You're not going to scour the internet and find 
Hassan Whiteside play where on one end, on defense, he gets knocked down to the floor. He gets up and gets a block. That is, gets it, is, is Mitchell Robinson going to do that every defensive play? Is that going to happen not, every time down? not. But Hassan Whiteside is not going to give you that for five million dollars ever. Listen to me. That 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 play that play is something that that's like like unique unique. That's a unique play. But has Mitchell Robinson ever averaged seventeen points a game in his life? Has he ever averaged fourteen rebounds in his life? Has he ever averaged three blocks in his in his life? Will you will you uh, let's look at that. Would basketball the, reference. Basketball no, reference. No, I would I rather I would rather pay uh, Hassan Whiteside, even though Mitchell Robinson bust Hassan Whiteside's ass uh, one time when, when they played against each other. Uh, but if you're uh, talking about paying okay. Mitchell Robinson twenty and giving Hassan Whiteside five, I'm giving Hassan Whiteside five million dollars. Okay, so would you give Mitchell Robinson if you had five million dollars to spend? That's it. Five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Do you pay Hassan Whiteside or Mitchell Robinson? Mitchell Robinson. Oh, okay. So if you had $6 million. If I had $6 million and I had a choice between the two, I would pick Mitchell Robinson. Okay. But seven. if you're talking about the market, then Mitchell Robinson is, is, is going to get, you know, like $86 million over four years. I'm paying Hassan Whiteside one year, $5 million. I'm not paying <laughs> Mitchell Robinson $20 million a year. So then, so then after that one year is up, what are you going to do at the at the the the, the center position? Because Hassan Whiteside's gone. You got to keep doing. We're thinking like we're the we're the GMs. We're the GMs. Mitchell Robinson's gone. You paid Hassan Whiteside that vet minimum, and you know you negotiated him for five million, right? You know you thought about vet minimum. He demanded the five million. You needed a center. You gave it to him, right? Right. And then he's got maybe a year left in him. You give him a vet minimum the following year, and he's out of the league. Now you're back in the same position that you've been in. Well, then I got I got to call I got to call Javale McGee and see what he's doing. You know, if he, yeah, Javale McGee is on the same age platform as Hassan Whiteside. Cut it out. They're they're and, both. And he's worth five side. million dollars. He's worth five million dollars. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He's worth five million though. I'm saying I'm saying I look at it like this. I want to solidify. That five position. In reality, none of our positions on the Knicks team for the last twenty. Andre Drummond, Lord have mercy, Anthony. Don't. When you say Lord have mercy, would, would you pay? Would you read? Would, listen, would, would you pay Mitchell Robinson twenty million dollars? Lock him up because we need to continuity. All the all the craziness you're saying, right? Or, or would you um get um Andre Drummond for probably the minimum at this point? Andre Drummond for the minimum, or Mitchell Robinson for. Yeah, because uh, what what is um Andre Drummond making right now in Philly? He's making peanuts right now. God damn it! Okay, there was a choice. Yeah. See, see, that's and that's the thing. That is a bad comparison. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Ahead, that's ahead, a bad comparison. Here's why. Oh yeah, yeah. Andre Drummond has done exponentially better his entire career right. than Mitchell Robinson. Andre Drummond deserves more. <laughs> you, you, like you, the only they say, what do you say? They you're 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 you're, good, you're as good as your last game. Andre yeah. Drummond deserves more. 
I'm I don't give a damn what nobody says. Like the numbers that he's had his entire career, like they're not they're not no pushover numbers, bro. Like seven points a game is rookie season. 13, 13, 16, 13, 15, 17, 17, 17, 17, 14, 17. Yo, and guess then what down he's making next year. With LA. Guess then what he's making next LA. year. What he's making next year? He's got the probably got the vet minimum, right? Yeah, he's making two point four million dollars a year. That's bro. And you mean to tell me that a guy that was giving you that and bro blocks 1. So, 1.6, 1.6, 1.9, 1.4, 1, 1.6, 1.7, 1.6, 1.7, 1.4, 1, 1 down with the Lakers. So this is what I'm saying. My man, my man, um, Naruto or Goku, he, he just came up. He, he said, um, Drummond is worth at least 10 million right now. His, his value is so low, just like, um, the, the other guy, um, uh, cousins right now, cousins is, is just a minimum guy. You know, cousins is probably worth a lot more, but cousins is probably worth 10. You know what I'm saying? Um, Drummond is probably worth 10. So now I, I give you this. If, if, um, Mitchell Robinson wants 20, I'll tell him go, and, and go to the check cashier place and see what they, what they do for you. You know what I'm saying? And if you have the opportunity to possibly get a drumming probably for 10 million, because now his value is eradicated now, you know, and say like even get, add like a cousins to that or not, you don't even have to do that. Just bring drumming in here with Jericho Sims in year two. You know what I'm saying? I would rather have that for, for, for 10 million than sign, than signing um a four year contract for Mitchell Robinson with 20 a year. Okay, so would you give would you give Mitchell Robinson 40, 40 million four years? No, wait, wait, 40 million what? four years? No, well, that, that's so. I mean, you got I got to pull out the calculator, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, I'm like a man of a certain years. age, that's 10 man. Million a year, bro. Yeah, you wouldn't give Mitchell Robinson ten million a year. You just was willing to give. DeMarcus I would give him ten Cousins, million a year. You would give him ten million. Okay, yeah. so all right, Nick fans, do you see what I'm doing? You see how slowly, slowly we're moving in to the to the to the tax bracket of the market. The tax bracket of the market, according to Eru's paychecks and what he's willing to give out. Now we're at ten million a year. I'm telling you that for me, that's the negotiation point. Right. But you was already going to give him twenty one million a year. No, you just like, I fuck it, 20, million, twenty million. I'm I'm asking the question because I, what I'm saying is the dumbass Utah Jazz gave the guy that's giving you just a little bit less 45 production million, forty five million. I'm not willing to spend that money on a big man. No, most certainly not. We could the, the, Mitchell Robinson's asking price from his agent. Might be half of that. It might be half of that, but you negotiate the other way. So now I'm going to give you this. Would you give Mitchell Robinson? Would you give Demarcus Cousins? Let's go. DeMar would you give Demarcus Cousins in his best years, non-injury, knee injury, Demarcus Cousins? Would you give him 15 million to play on your team? Um. Sacramento when he was when he was giving you twenty like you know all those number crazy numbers. I'll go, I'll go New Orleans. I'll go New Orleans when he was. But even in New Orleans, the, he was putting up big time numbers during that time. You you have to you would have to max out a player like that. Okay, so you max out a player like that. Got gotcha. you. Yeah, now he could create his own shot. Okay, so now let's now we talk about the market. Does Mitchell Robinson's current market and potential 
demand him $15 million a year. If DeMarcus Cousins is getting 15, hell no, um, Mitchell Robinson. Though, um, are you talking about DeMarcus Cousins in his prime versus Mitchell Robinson right now? That's what you're no, saying? but with DeMarcus Cousins, we know DeMarcus Cousins wasn't going to make 15 million dollars a year, he was going to de- he's going to demand close up to 38 to 45. We right. know that that's where he right. was at. I'm saying, based off of what DeMarcus Cousins could give you right now on this team, would you give him 15 million dollars? Hells no, okay. So, what would you give Mitchell Robinson fifteen million dollars? Once it starts getting to fifteen, then now I have to be like, listen, you gotta, you gotta, you know, work it out with your agent. Then you know, you know, what I'm work saying, out, we'll okay, see. so work it out with your agent. So now we take a guy that we drafted at the number what 30, 36 pick, second round, 32 yeah, pick something like that. We drafted him. We developed continuity. He was a starter, only making one point two million dollars a year. Right, he gave you the same amount of production over the last three years, and you value what he gives you on the floor, and you value continuity. Do you give Mitchell Robinson fifteen million dollars a year? I, there's there is no situation that you could paint for me that I would give Mitchell Robinson fifteen million a year. <laughs> it's enough. none. Hey, none. listen, I'm telling you that if 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 Mitchell Robinson if Mitchell Robinson told me three years forty five million, I'm telling you here you go. That's fifteen million a year. You can con- We can. We can. We can set that and and set it up like an Evan Fournier contract, where the first year is thirteen, the next year is fourteen. You know, the the last year is seventeen or whatever. Whatever hell. I I I do that. I do that in a heartbeat. But again, what that tells me is that the things that you value on the floor, as far as production. Is different than what I value. That's well, all that tells me. If if um if Julius Randle is not in the game, right? Let's say let's say we let's say we have injuries and stuff like. That. Let's say Julius Randle is not playing. Uh, let's say I don't know. Let's say let's say Doomsday happened and just Mitchell Robinson is the only guy. Iron Man play all eighty two games, right? Um, he's not gonna get us in the playoffs. I mean, there's no and then and then if we if we're paying him that much money. You know, over four years, that's that's even that's exceeds all the other contracts. It's not even nobody's even on the same timeline at that point. That means you invested in this guy because you wanted him to be your anchor up until a certain point or whatever. I mean, I just I just don't like that. I, I would I would rather I would rather invest in somebody somebody else. You know, I, Bro, I don't care. Your you know, best your best starter support roles are making fifteen mil. The best God, support him. roles are making fifteen mil. Well, our support roles are making 10. I'd rather be the Knicks. <laughs> okay. Fair enough, right? bro. Yeah, Fair I'd rather enough. be the Knicks. I mean, because you got guys coming off the bench making 15, 20 million. That's coming off the bench. I'd rather sign Burke for 10. You know, I'd rather sign Noel for, for 10. You know, for for you know, for like a, a you know, two years plus one contract. I'd rather do that. So, so what would what would Mitchell Robinson have to do? What would Mitchell Robinson's numbers? Because I, I gave you what we both agree in what his potential could be this season based off of the way the starter line is, construct, uh, is constructed and everything is going to be spaced out, right? Yeah. So I'm saying that what I project for Mitchell Robinson is 13.7 rebounds, two blocks, and a steal, right? That's where, that's where I think that Mitchell Robinson could be at. I don't think that he's going to be that guy that's going to be like, 
number two in blocks this season just because of the way Tom Thibodeau's defense is currently constructed. You blame him? Like you a, blame Tom Thibodeau for the reason why he can't block shots? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is Mitchell Robinson's peak at shot blocking had everything to do with the Knicks' bad defense and Mitchell Robinson having to close out at the three. That's what he was doing. That's what he was getting the majority of his blocks from. So what I'm saying is, is Tom Thibodeau's defense forces Mitchell Robinson to sit right there in that box, right? Don't move out of that box. And he's giving you an easy two blocks a game, right? So I'm saying at max, Mitchell Robinson may give you 2.2 at max. If we want to extend him out, 2.2 blocks a game, right? Because the floor is now spread out, 11 to 13 points a game, he still maintains the same amount of rebounds, same amount of blocks, same amount of steals, right, at max. So you got a guy that's we'll, – we'll, let's let's put in the middle. We'll go 12 points a game, seven rebounds, two blocks, and a steal as a support role starting center. What do you give that guy? You're talking about just just um, what Mitch Robinson's been doing, basically. No, no, no. He's 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 giving you an extra point, right? He's giving you an extra two points. We'll say. I mean, we both agreed that, right? We both agreed that he if he was doing eight points a year, eight points on average, eight point four, right? That's where he was at, eight point four, right. right? On a congested, a congested, you know. No space. Kevin Walker, Evan Fournier, and Mitchell Robinson. I mean, and Julius. I mean, not Julius Randle. Um, R.J. Barrett in the corner give you space. Kevin Walker's ability to drive and d- demand attention going to the paint gives Mitchell Robinson free reign. Julius Randle's ability to hold on that, hold on to that ball, and draw a double team. Leaves Mitchell Robinson as the only open guy because of Evan Fournier's ability to shoot, and that guy's got a lock on him. Kemba Walker's ability to score, and that guy's got a lock on him. Judy, I mean R.J. Barrett's ability to shoot at forty percent, and that guy's got a lock on him. So we we all agreed that Mitchell Robinson is the guy that the defense is going to unfortunately have to leave from time to time to help out at the right. center spot. Because nobody else is going to be able to do it consistently. At least if they do do it, it'll be the first 10 games. And everybody's like, all right, we realize that we got to play man. Right? And when they realize that the double team isn't working, or the double team is working, Mitchell Robinson's the fail-safe guy for, you know, dribble drive lobs. What what us, what his center ability grants him to do right so what i'm saying is based off of kemba walker's production and ability to ability to, to pass the ball does mitchell robinson get at least one to two more lob attempts from 8.4 i still i'm still not paying i'm still not paying mitchell robinson no more than no more than 10 million it's just this, not this, it's like this there's no way that you could paint it. I'm, I'm waiting Knicks for you to fans. tell me something, something, um, something Knicks different. Fans. 
Mm-hmm. Nick fans, this is this is what they do, people. This is what they do. The cognitive, like I'm telling you, I I I'm gonna be a prophet again, and I'm and I'm cool with that. Mitchell Robinson is gonna average that amount of many points, and we're gonna have to reevaluate this question again come the offseason. Assuming Mitchell Robinson doesn't get traded, we're gonna have to reevaluate this again. And we're going to say, damn, Mitchell Robinson scored 11 points, seven rebounds, two blocks, and a steal. But that, that's not something that's so, like, dominant that I'm like, wow, man, we got to give him $20 million. You know, it's, it's one you thing. Keep, I mean, like, I, 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 I get number. what you're saying. Like, like if everything works, if everything works good, the continuity and stuff like that, I'm down with keeping Mitchell Robinson you know, you know, you know, for an extended amount of time, but I'm not looking to lock him up for 80 million, that type of thing. I'm just not looking to never, I will never look to do that. No matter what, no matter Fair what enough. you say, no matter Fair what you enough. say, I will never do it. I mean, enough. you're talking about an extra, extra lob. He is gonna get an extra. I think he's gonna he'll get an extra lob. But I mean, he gets a lot of lobs anyway. Some sometimes when, when, when he gets like those perfect games, sometimes like like that game when he when he busts um this guy um uh white side's ass. He was like basically like um he didn't miss a shot all game, but they were all like lobs and putbacks and stuff like that. You know, you know what I'm saying? But he's not gonna, I mean, he's not gonna do that all every game, be like like well, like you know, 20 points a game off of lobs and putbacks. It's not happening. I mean, 10 points a game, I mean, that's not really something so so like like crazy. You know, it's like to me that that's like a basic skill in the NBA. It's basic. Look, based off of, look, Gregory Castillo says it. With with the stats that I'm given. Mitchell Robinson, twelve. Yo, but million. that's twelve million dollars. You saying fifteen? Are you talking about twenty-one million dollars a year? I'm There's saying, no way in hell I'm giving him more than those no fifteen million dollars. No way in hell. Ten million, maybe. Uh, ten million is what I would give him. Twelve million is the max. That's the cap right there. I'm not giving him no more than twelve million a year. Okay. So, so my whole point in the way, reason I painted that picture is to show you that you do value his potential. I don't because know about his potential. What what is you, his potential? You, you, You're talking about a, a two a plus two points a game is that's not potential. He's just playing on a better team. Sure, but you what I'm saying is you you value you even value what he brings. If you think that there's other centers in the league that can give you that amount of production for a veterans minimum, or I'll jump in the draft and give you that. Andre or, Drummond. Andre Drummond's that guy. I, I agree with that. I would give Andre Drummond twelve million dollars a year right now. Yeah, if it, if it was a choice to say say like you said, we, we're gonna have a negotiation, right? So if Mitchell Robinson's people say, "Yo, we want twenty million dollars," that's it. Then I'm gonna be like, "All right," and he's gonna be like, "We mean all right, all right." I'm gonna be like, "All right, go ahead, go get it." You know what I'm saying? Then let him see if he's gonna get twenty million dollars a year from somewhere else. Because you know, I mean, it's quite possibly somebody would give him money. Because these these guys, I mean, I feel like every day some bum is getting a max, like 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 more than he should get. <laughs> you know, every day somebody's getting signed for more than he should get. The Knicks are not doing that. The Knicks haven't right. done that. Like like everyone wants to wants to talk bad about like how the Knicks are not spending the money and look at the bums that we were signing. But I mean, we're being responsible. A guy like Alec Burke um held us down or whatever. But we could have easily went another route and paid another guy like all this money for over four years, and then we will be screwed right now. If he did that, you know, I agree. So, so here, here's, here's what I'm getting at, right? This is the year that we evaluate that, right? I'm looking at the chat right now. Alan Bet says, Mitch doesn't do enough. 
There's more to it than scoring. How about setting a pick, passing the ball, seeing the court, spacing the floor, that putting the ball is on the floor? basic NBA basketball. I got you. That is not I something you. you pay $20 million for basic. You mean a big right. man? Like, listen, yo, he sets a pick. Yo, that is a basic NBA. That's basic street basketball. Right. I got you. I got you. Right. And I think the only discrepancy in Alan Metz's, uh, um, you know, representation of Mitchell Robinson is scoring. I'm not expecting Mitchell Robinson to be like this all out scorer, which is why I only beefed his number up to three points added a game based off of what we know what the other players can do. Right. I'm not, I'm not. And I gave him the same baseline everywhere else of the averages. I, we, we both just agreed that, his increase in points could go up based off of what Kevin Walker does and based off of the way the defenses are going to play us. So that's the only reason I gave him an extra three points. Two more attempts and one foul shot extra will give us, you know, 13 points at Actually, max. Th- th- there's a reason why Miles Turner's name was in, was in the mix and stuff. Uh, you know, he, he, he'll he give you – he's basically been doing 12 points a game every year. So, you know, one, one year he had 13, one year he had 14. He's not a good rebounder. He, he's averaging six rebounds uh, per year. You know, but he's going to give you a lot of blocks. He, he's, he's been averaging two blocks a game for his career, but he maxed out at um 3.4 last year. You know, so um the reason why his value is a little bit more than Mitch Robinson's is just for the simple fact that if he gets the ball, um he's not going to be like – and then turning around, looking to pass it back to to whoever. If he gets the ball and and, and is an opportunity for him to score, he can actually score. You know, not not but saying again, that you're looking, that, looking looking to is, dump the ball to him. But again, is that uh, you know? And and I, I'm I'm following you with Miles Turner, right? Stats are really just four more points a game than Mitchell Robinson. Everything else is pretty even across the board, right? Right. Everything else, four more points a game. Bro, that's what we're looking at. Four more points a game. But it's the manner in which he, he scores these Come points. Come on, bro. Don't give me that. Four more I did that. I gave you that. If Mitchell Robinson gets the ball, he cannot score. If he gets bro. the ball, if he, if it's not an alley-oop, he cannot score. Bro. If he's not catching a rebound, okay. dunking it back, he cannot okay. score. So, so, again, this brings me back to the same question that I had earlier today. Is it because Mitchell Robinson can't do it? Or is it because the offensive set isn't isn't? Mitchell Robinson cannot make a layup. Mr. If, if Mr. Robinson got the ball, he cannot fake it, dribble, and make a layup. He cannot do that. Miles Miles Turner could do that. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with that because I don't. Mitchell the, Robinson the, has never done that. He's never been in a position to do that, man. And every and every basketball game, you have a you have a, a potential to do that. If he Bro. gets the rebound, he just goes straight up. He doesn't get the rebound, bounce, spin, and do a hook shot. He's never done that in his career. He's never done but, that in his again, career. And that's and that's fine. Sure. Right? We can say that. I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with him only doing put-back dunks. I got you. Right? I, I wouldn't agree that he's never done that in his career, but the majority of it, yes. Never done it in his career. Put-back dunks. I got you. But what I'm saying is Miles Turner – is only doing two more shots a game, bro. Two more shots a game. That's it. And we're looking at Miles Turner like this is the guy. Would you pay? Would you pay Miles Turner? 
Well, Mouse for two more shots. Hold on. For two more shots a game, for two more shots a game on average, you would give Miles Turner $15 million a year. Yeah. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. Just for two I, more shots. I would shots. give him 15 million a year because listen, just, if, if, if you just told you just told me that you would give Mitchell Robinson $10 million and he's yeah. going and, and you just agreed that he's going to get two more shots a game with Kemba Walker. Maybe. You just told me that. He's going to get two more shots a game. We both agreed to that. We we damn near did a virtual YouTube handshake on that and came to an but, agreement that we're going to give him two more shots this, a game. This, this is my and thing. Miles Turner's got that right now because he's always had a better point guard. And If now Julius Randle gonna... was hurt, right, we cannot rely on Mitchell Robinson to give us anything more than 10 points a game. If Miles Turner is is, uh, is the guy that's, that's, that's down low. If Miles Turner is the guy, you know, this this left over with or say with Julius Randle out or whatever, we we're experiencing injuries, you can give the ball to Miles Turner and tell me, get me a bucket. Bro, that's crazy. That's crazy. He's never given he's never done that for you. He's never done it for he's me because he plays for Indiana. Bro, he's never he's never done that for Indiana. You never, you've never given the ball to Miles Turner and said, "Yo, get me a bucket right now. We need to win this game." He can get. He never can, you can that. give him the ball, not win the game. I didn't say that. I didn't say get us a win this game, but he can get you a bucket. He can get a, get the ball and score. Nobody's ever said, Miles Turner, this play right here is for you. Give me a spin move and get me a bucket. Give me something and get me a bucket right now. But he can do that. We can, we can just go to any highlight tape that that, that uh, Miles McBride, uh, not Miles McBride, Miles Turner has, and he he yeah. has all that in his bag, bro. I, I th- and if I you watch Mitchell Robinson's thing, thing, everything is just him catching alley oops and blocking I shots. I think that that's crazy to say, and here's here's why. Here's why. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. We'll go with career stats. Three per percentage is 35% from three, right? Now, that 35% from three comes from 2.4 shots a game from the three-point line. 2.4. That means he misses one a game. He takes one again. He might make it. From that point, he's got a 50% chance of making it from three. Mitchell, what I'm what I'm all I'm getting at is Mitchell Robinson's setup on this team has never put him in a position to say, yo, Mitch, let's can you get me a bucket now? Can you shoot? Hey, Mitch, shoot the ball from three. Hey, Mitch, give me a mid-range jumper. It's been set up for him not to take it. All I'm saying is Mitchell Robinson was not taking the shots. So therefore, because he's not been taking the shots, I don't know if he can make it. I'm not going to say that he can't like everybody else will. I'm not going to say that he can't. I'm simply going to say I just haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it in game yet. I want to see it. And has he had the opportunity to do it? Yes, 
there's been many dribble handoff plays where he's got at the top of the key where we're like, yo, Mitch, shoot the goddamn ball. And he hasn't. But that frustration that I carry in that, that frustration that I carry in that lets me know that maybe it's a matter of what they're trying to do and establish on the floor foundationally first. So this right now is the year that I'm looking at Mitchell Robinson and saying, okay, this is the year that you got to show me something because I'm cool with retaining you and giving you $15 million a year. I would like to see like, you know, you know how long we've been talking about this. We've been talking about this for like 30 minutes, man. But like the the reason why I made the, the, I keep bringing up Frank Nilakina is for reasons like this. Mitchell Robinson, like you're taking Mitchell Robinson down to Frank hive right now. You're making a Mitchell Robinson hive. Where, where like you, you're like saying imaginary stuff and you want to pay him money that he didn't earn yet. You know, it's, it's kind of, it, to me that this it's like, that's, that's what the whole, um, bro, it's, it's like I'm a drawn saying, out, it's a drawn out argument. Bro, I'm not, I'm not saying pay him money right now. I'm simply saying that this is the year that we evaluate what he does. And based off of the production that he's given us on average, the 10 million is what I'm the 10 to 12 million is what I'm willing to start at. But if now you want to beef it up, yeah, I'm telling I'm I've been there. When I gave the 20 million dollars, I was fishing to see where you were at. I never well, I said mean, that I, I'm just I mentioned it. I'm fishing to say where you where are you at? But I'm telling you that based off of his production, bro, 10 million dollars. If he gives us the same amount of production. At $10 million, I'm retaining Mitchell Robinson. If he gives us the same, if he gives us his average production right now, we just paid Nerners Noel the average production that Mitchell Robinson has given. We paid Nerners Noel $10 million a year to do the same exact thing that Mitchell Robinson has done his well, entire career. We agree with that. I, like, but that's what I said. I would never pay Mitchell Robinson no more than 10, maybe 12. You know, if, if the Knicks really wanted him, but I'm not paying him no more than that. Ten million is my number. That. That's it. No matter so what he 10 does. Million, 10, 10, million, 10 million is the number that you give him right now based off of his average production. But what I'm saying is if you give him the extra lob, the extra foul shot, the same amount of it rebounds. It doesn't matter. You said, that, you said that a million times. It doesn't matter what he extra. If he gets one extra lob, one extra foul shot, three points, and I, and I have, now I got to pay him more than $10 million because he got an extra uh, lob? He got an extra lob? <sighs> what are you going to do, people? <laughs> Yo, an extra lob, an extra lob, and I got to pay him I gotta pay him five extra million dollars because he, he got an extra lob? I'm saying, I'm saying, where do we start the asking price at? If you want to say 12, 10 to 12, I say cool 10, 12. If the Knicks want to give him more than that, I say 10. That's it. That's the most. And I, and I would love to give him less than that, but 10 is the most. And I, I'm not giving him more than that. Okay. Okay. 
See right, yo, yo, the, I, I, the way the way we are talking, the way you're you're like going on about about Mitchell Robinson, the, you, like Mitchell Robinson is the most important basketball player in it because we didn't talk about no, not one player as Obi. long as we've been talking about Mitchell Robinson. Right now, Mitchell, we've been talking about Mitchell Robinson for like almost forty minutes right now, <laughs> for Mitchell Robinson alone. So like we we talked about Julius Randle, we talked about R.J. Barrett, we talked we talked about a little bit about Walker, a little bit about Fournier, but we talked about um, Mitchell Robinson for forty minutes you know you know what i'm saying so so yeah the answer to, to this whole podcast is who is the most important player uh for 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 um mr evergreen is mitchell freaking robinson he is <laughs> no. the most important player right now because no. i guess like yo like i keep saying the same thing 10 million dollars is the most i would give i would give him less if he wanted if he asked if the market for him was 20 see ya you know, I would sign anybody else. You know, that, that, that I would find somebody else that would give me uh, that production, or just move up the guys that we have. I'd rather just move up Noel. Hopefully, um, Jericho Sims um does something um um up. You know, you know, is ready to play. I'd rather just use our own guys than waste twenty million dollars on on a guy that's only giving me ten points. And and you're talking about seven, eight rebounds. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 not that's not even worth worth um worth forty minutes. It's not really f- worth forty minutes. Fair enough. Cheers, Knicks fans. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, it's not. Was. It's not. It's not. It's, it's really not worth the the conversation because if Mitchell Robinson goes and gets 20, okay, cool. Give me um um Javale McGee for the minimum. Um, this guy Andre Drummond is not going to make no more than 10 because he screwed his own career. He should have never went to L.A. You know what I'm saying? He should have went to the Knicks. You know, but he decided oh, to go to L.A. Wait, wait. Dr- Andre you Drummond ruined his career by going to the Lakers because now. So it, you- it, you he went from 27 million and now he's making 2 million. He ruined his career going to the Lakers. So you you agree with me that he should have been a Nick. Bro, he should have been a Nick, but I mean it would have been too much for us because look at the market now cuz now we save money. So he screwed his own self trying to trying to chase a championship. Now next he only made 2 million this year. Next year you ain't making on um, no more than 10. You know, and and God bless you if you make it. So would you have would you have given um so, so the the veterans minimum was for what for 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 Andre Drummond two point five right? Would yeah. you have given him? Would you give him five mil a year? Hell yeah, we gave him five million a year. Thank God. Yo, if if we got Andre Drummond for five million a year this year, because he only got two, I don't understand why he went to Philly either. Because he's because um he got real estate, you know, and um uh, NB, you know, you know, NB NB got real estate in his brain. So why would he go to Philly? I don't get that. He's an idiot. You know, um, he should have went to, to the Knicks. If he if he was gonna sign for two million in Philly, he should have went to the Knicks for five or something like that. You know, or even ten. He could have went to the Knicks for ten. Now, if you're talking about getting Andre oh, Drummond no. for ten, now I, I'm trading Mitchell Robinson at that point because Mitchell Robinson, you're talking about the, the, the his market is could be twenty. If his market is twenty, then see ya. You know, let's, let's see who else we can get. Oh, Package him with whoever, and let, let's let's get a, a position, uh, a, like a player in another position that's, that's going to take us to a championship. Because I like I don't care about um, you know, like like in the beginning you was talking about yo, it's not our money. Yo, it is our money. This is our team. I'm not going <laughs> to pay Mitchell Robinson all this money, and then we're not winning no championship. I, I don't care about get these guys getting their bread. It, it's all about the Knicks winning the championship. Okay, so I I will say that. I, I I like that analogy. I like that I like that idea of Mitchell Robinson getting booted because we think that's where he he thinks that's where he's worth, and you know Andre Drummond coming here for five million. 
I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I was I I was almost the only person in in Nick's fandom that was like, "Yo, let's let we gotta get drumming." I, f- I felt like I was the only guy. Like as 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 a as much amount of people that was jumping down my throat about it. I'm giving people on Instagram, on Twitter, Evergreen, you're an idiot. People on Facebook harassing me. Oh, you're dumb. You're dumb as hell. The fact that I have another pri- another one of the primary Knicks content creators that's agreeing with me, that's ex- that's expressing the same as that, and makes me feel vindicated. So first and foremost, thank you. Thank you that there's somebody else that realizes that Andre Drummond needed to pull his head out of his ass. Yo, let, let, me, let me say something about Alawai. Shout out to Alawai. You know, I, I, wanted, I wanted to shout you out not too long ago on, on, on Sim Show because you said something ill, but, you know, the guys over there got went to another subject. But anyway, I'm just going to address what you say here. Uh, Eru, stop um, blocking, trying to block Mitch from the bag, you know. You know, I, yeah, I guess you just, um, you know, you know, telling jokes and stuff like this, but I don't care what these guys make. Let them make whatever. You know who wh- who blocks people from bags? When when you have a, a podcast that's on for a certain amount of time, you got 70, 80, sometimes 150 people in, in, in the um, live sometimes, and then when you check check to see um, the, um, the numbers, and there's like 16 thumbs up. That's blocking. That is blocking. <laughs> you know what hey. I'm saying? 150 <laughs> people watching the podcast, only 16 people hit a thumbs up? Come on, man. Hey. <laughs> and, and right now, right now, we got eighty something people right now consistently for 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 like damn near three hours. And when I check it, there's gonna be there's gonna be um five thumbs up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is blocking the bag because you know damn well that's that's gonna block the logarithm all the algorithms. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah, there's yeah. people out there that that um that that are not putting out content like this and they're not saying anything. It's just a it's just a bunch of open air. Them saying, "Hey, Knicks fans, it's your boy." <laughs> and then they pause and they pause and they're not saying nothing. You know, you know what I'm saying? These are like just random podcasts, but then you see them, they got um like a hundred thumbs up and, and like you know, I'm, I'm ranting here, but like to block Mitchell Robinson's bag, man, fuck Mitchell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck Mitchell Robinson. This is a Knicks podcast. I don't give a damn about um Mitchell Robinson. If Mitchell Robinson get 20 million dollars uh playing for another team, God bless him. You know what I'm saying? I hope Frank Nilakini gets, gets a contract. I keep bringing him up because, look, we've been talking about um, uh, Mitchell Robinson for 45 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I would like I would not spend no more than $10 million on this cat. That's the end of it. You know, if, if he can get $20 million from another on franchise, God bless him. You know what I'm saying? Can I hold something? You know, can you hit my? Can you click my podcast and give me a thumbs up? Can you subscribe to the podcast, please? There's people that, there's people that make comments on, on the videos and they, they're not subscribed. Constantly commenting on, on every video and then I subscribe to the podcast. So, you know, everybody blocks everybody's bag. You know, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's an evil rant right Habitual there. Habitual bag blockers. That's what we're gonna call y'all. Yeah. Habitual bag blockers. Listen, guys, you know what 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 I've always tried to do is I, I try my hardest. If if I ever take a position on it on, on any given topic, I will always take that position from jump, and you will know. Right, just like we did earlier on in the show. Right, I took the position of Obi Toppin is the most important player for this upcoming season, 
And I gave all of the justifications why. I painted the picture. Like this is, the opinions that I carry are not some like bullshit stuff that I've not put any legitimate thought into. So much so that I even got Iru, who was initially against it. Initially against it. Why should we get into the show? Initially against it, that after I painted the picture and made my explanation, he's like, yo, I agree with you. Right? <laughs> right? Yo, I agree with you. Right? Mm. So we're on the same page with that. Because I, I put a lot of thought. Like, I put too much. Bro, I just drove from Virginia. I know you today. do. I know you do. I just drove from Virginia today. And the whole time that I'm driving from Virginia... Bro, Virginia, where I came from in like Richmond, Fort Lee area, it's either a four-hour drive or a seven-hour drive to get back up to my house in South Jersey. And that whole time, I'm sitting here thinking like, yo, who is the most important player in this team? And I went through it in my mind and all the things, the way this team is constructed. And I'm like, yo, I came to the conclusion that it's Obi Toppin, right? And what did I do? I said, yo, Eru, I got a content idea. What's up? In fact, because it was sun, because it's the weekend, I wasn't even expecting you to answer my text message. I was expecting, yo, he probably had like ride playland or some shit with his family, blah, blah. He out kicking it. He hit me back like, let's do it. Right? We talk off air. He thinks because I'm wearing a nine god jersey that I'm gonna say RJ. Nah, it's Obi. Right? I put a I put Six and a half hours of thought behind this. All right. This isn't some like, this isn't some bullshit that Evergreen is, is just coming up with. I really think about what I'm saying. Right. And I laid my position down up front, gave the justification why. Everything else that I've done after this has all been just probing to see. Not agreeing or disagreeing or even taking a solid position. I haven't, I've, I agree with you that I would start at 10 to $12 million for Mitchell Robinson, right? I agree with you there. What we pay him is all incumbent on what he does this season, which is where the negotiation would start simply because he had the opportunity to get extended last season. And he didn't because they're like, Bro, you just got you just broke your hand and you broke your foot. So the Knicks are in agreement with me. All right. <laughs> it's not worth so, an extension. So again, I'm not I'm not denying that. Yeah. We're we're on the same page when it comes to that. Yeah. I'm taking the simple Socratic Socratic approach and and, and saying what is it that Eru values? And it's I, evident team. that you don't give a damn about the starting position and the numbers that are currently given from that starting center position that you're willing to move Nernas Noel up and pay another guy for the cheap. I got it. Now we have we have dug into the mind of Eru because I because I'm the other panelist on the show for the day. I've already letting you dig into the in, into the matter of uh, the, the mind of Evergreen G. I let you guys dig into that. You know, now let's dig into to Eru and see where he's at. We see where he's at. So based off of where he's at, you know that there's a higher expectation in that center position, 
in order to give that center position 20 mil. All I wanted to do was just check to see what, what would it take for Iwu to say this? And even at this point right now, bro, I don't even know what the hell it would take for Mitchell Robinson to get twenty million dollars according to Eru. Absolutely like, you, nothing. You have a you hold a you hold a tough bargain. Like if if Mitchell Robinson gave you Joe Kicks numbers, you're like take a hike, take a hike, you chump. Yo, listen, Julius Randle is giving us 20, uh, 10, 6, 40% from three, you know, great percentages from the front from the field. He's shooting free throws, he's doing everything. You know, and he's playing a hell of a lot of minutes. He earned his $26 million a year. That That's what he should get, $26 million a year. He probably should have got more in the open. If you're talking about open market, OB, I, mean, I mean, Julius Randle probably gave up $100 million. Shame on him. You know what I'm saying? But he's thinking about the team the same way I'm thinking about it. He's like, listen, right. if, if I take a little bit, I'm still got, I still got money, that more money than I could ever spend. So I don't need to, to, to be greedy and ask for the extra 10 because that extra 10 is going to be needed to get somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So that extra 10, I don't want to give it to Mitchell Robinson. You know, that's not the reason why why Julius Randle um, put $100 million and threw it out the window. You know, Julius Randle didn't save, didn't, didn't, um, save the Knicks money for that for us to just give it to Mitchell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Right. If anything, like, like um, you know, if, if we do sign sign Mitchell Robinson, it's going to be a signing trade to get, um, you know, Carl Anthony Towns or something like that. Oh, because you, you want to talk a, about somebody that's making twenty something million in that in that rant, that realm. Um, somebody like that should 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 um should get the the spot. Okay, so wow, I like that idea. I've I you know the only reason that I was ever opposed to a Carl Anthony Towns idea was simply because him and Tibbs did this this thing here you know you know they did you know a uh, uh, uh captain america civil war you know type shit they they fought they rah 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 no i'm the player no i'm the coach i am the gm type shit you know and then tibbs got fired and cat you know essentially got what he wanted well yeah i'm not and, and and for con man no he didn't quite blow my mind right cuz i've i've been Again, we saw how I went down the rabbit hole train of the Cam Reddish idea to get Zion in the future. Blah blah. Like that seven hour, that six and a half hour drive was a real like. It it it, it was a real eye opener to like oh well maybe Cat could be a good option if we trade Mitchell Robinson because I'm thinking about the importance of each player. Like I laid down. What could we do with the amount of draft picks that we have to get this guy and potentially, you know, get out of the second round and, and you know, get to the third round or win a championship? What what are the steps we could take? So I've, I've thought about Cat for a while. And my only objection to Cat was the fact that Tom Thibodeau coached him before and they clashed heads. But a lot of people over the last, you know, six months – where, like, you know, Cat may have changed based off of the passing of his mom and his maturity level and all that other stuff. Not just and, his mom. You know, he lost a few family members to, to COVID. Mem- right, right. So yeah. maybe he's matured and he's understanding the value of life and what's important and leadership and, you know, you know the, the whole story. You know, again, I'm a guy who's infatuated 
I'm a guy who's infatuated with the story, right? So bringing a Jersey boy here would be dope, right? A Jersey boy who allegedly was a Nick fan. I don't know. Whatever. We, we'd have to get us an Evan Fournier interview for me to interrogate his ass and figure out what's up. I would get kept. I would. I would. I would move Mitchell Robinson, two first rounders and two second rounders, and give me Cat. That's it for Cap Mitchell Robinson, two um two a uh, first rounder and um and two what? first rounders, two second rounders for Cat. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you would have to give more than that because I mean like that that's putting a lot of value on Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is not <laughs> Mitchell Robinson is not it's not that guy, man. Mitchell Robinson is not gonna it's not gonna get you Cat by himself. What does Eru to any star give up to get Cat here? Well, we, we have now, hold on, hold on. Let me premise this. Don't give me, don't give me the the. What would it take to get him? Give me the what would it? What would you be willing to give up at max to get Cat here? Because those are two different answers. Not really. It's it's always going to be the same answer. Like like we we have excess in contracts. So we got these rookies, Grimes and McBride. So if we feel like these guys are worth it, you know that they're going to be able to contribute, you know, and get minutes and stuff like that. Then you're talking about Burks is gone, Noel is gone. You know, uh, possibly, um, you know, I don't I don't know about Obi. So I mean, if you decide to do to do that, then then you have to make another move to get another another big man here. So I mean, there's there's, there's a lot of different ways that, that we can do that. But that's the basis because those are the guys that have the most money. Uh, maybe maybe Derek Rose sent him sent him over there if possible because he because just for the simple fact that he makes what like fourteen or fifteen million a year just for just to um to pack the money in because you because you have the match salary you have the match salary to get to get um cat over here but here's the thing if um like like would you would you pay um Mitchell Robinson twenty and say this is my guy or would you would you uh, look to trade him for for cat who wins you a championship. Who potentially takes you down the road to win a championship? Katina Mob. Um, I keep saying Katina Mobley. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns or uh, Mitch Robinson? Hey, Katina Mobley was dope, but I'm 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 moving I'm moving Mitch for Cat. Absolutely, I would I would do I would do to make the money work or to get the money close for Cat. I would give. Mitch Noel Burks, a first rounder, two second rounders. Whatever it takes. And I, then I think... and then and then I'm cool with jumping in the uh the uh 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 the JaVel McGee bag. <laughs> yeah, at that point, because you, you're gonna you're gonna exhaust um the, these contracts to get the to get the main guy. So now JaVale McGee that, that would give you the same thing Mitchell Robinson would give you would come here for the cheap, you know, saying um maybe, maybe Andre Drummond is gonna come over here again for the minimum. Now you start playing those stupid games where where who's gonna come over here now for, for the cheap? Like I, I mentioned um what's what's the guy that I mentioned? Um uh, uh Beasley, uh you know, guys like that, those those guys are gonna be the guys on the bench now. You know what I'm saying? But now you're going for a championship because now you now you think you have the guys now. You're talking about Kemba, Fournier, uh, Randall. Uh, Cat and and um, and um, RJ, holy shit! You know what I'm saying that that's a fucking all star team. Julius Randle, RJ, Cat, uh, uh, Kemba, and Fournier starting five. 
That's crazy. Hey, so I mean, look. like, whatever we got to do to to package to get, make that happen, I think we should do it. Right, right. This guy tricky, trick, tricky Nick says this guy's pissing me off. Just saying. Yeah, don't I'm, don't don't worry about tricky Nick. Man. Tricky Nick is like... If you're gonna worry about him, man, he's been roasting you for like the last freaking hour. Oh, has hour, he? Oh, hours. yeah. I ain't paying attention to this guy. Yeah, I'm he's been roasting you for like the last two hours. I I I, I like it though. <laughs> I welcome it. I welcome it. Because a lot of a lot of people a lot of people seem to think that I'm in it, it's so odd. Like they they seem to think that I'm in opposition with their sentiment. You're, I'm you're, only you're, gonna you're ask an intellectual. You're, you're an intellectual. I, I I get the whole thing. That, that's why I got you on it because I, I wanna like like you know, people wonder why I got state on there. State says a lot of bug style stuff, but I but I love state. You know, so me and State go all back and forth about uh, various different things. I got you on here for the same reason, so so people can hear see a different perspective, right? You know, right. And my perspective isn't really; it's not the, the perspective that I bring is not really a. a <laughs> Boo says, "Tricky wants all the smoke." It's not even; it's not really a, a matter of. Listen, when you're when you're not a content creator, like. You know, some of the things that seem to happen, it it, it might go over your head, right? It, and and this is when you get the people that get mad and say stuff like, you know, oh, this guy pisses me off. They're not like critical thinking, analytical type guys. I'm saying what I'm saying as a matter of bringing forth you know bring it bring in the mind to a point where it says okay let me let me discuss some type of options in this in this world of nba at no point have i said i'm going to give Mitchell robinson 22 million dollars or 20 million dollars a year let's you, you you can go back at the tape you can jump back and and look back at this podcast and and review i didn't say that all <laughs> i did was say wow and ask you another question. That's what we do. We ask questions here. So when when somebody like Tricky Nikki or whoever comes on a show or, or thinks about coming on a show, first up, like you don't really know me like that. You know, I'm assuming you don't know Eru like that either. Um, the show that you want to bring that 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 smoke to that I'm on is you know there's a there's another show that you can do that when this is this isn't that type. You got to establish those type of opinions and really you know. Uh, uh, um, solidify yourself with some type of something. Yeah, without well, just... giving up, without giving up, like the recipe. I, I like I like to have um, conversations like this. I don't like I don't like to have a big um, panel where where everyone can't really get their shit off and really say what they want right. to say. You know what I'm saying? Like right. like like this. I, I I like you on other people's shows, but when you come on here, you really get to go. You know, this is Evergreen. You know what I'm saying? Right, so everyone right. gets to see the full, the full, um, you know, thing about Evergreen. Because listen, if you're gonna see Evergreen on the show, look, we've been on for three hours. That's ever, that's an Evergreen show right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just right. two dudes talking. That's right. it. You know what I'm right. saying? That 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 tells you right there. You know. You know. So 74 people watching. Hit that like button. I got 58 likes. We kind of close up there. Hit that likes. We got four thumbs down. I don't know why, but hey, it's because of the rant. That's why. Bit. Probably probably because of the rant. Because <laughs> of the rant. <laughs> oh, yeah. because you said why put a Frank Lilakila rant. <laughs> yeah, the Frank. Those are all. That's the Frank Hive. That's the last few people of the Frank Hive. <laughs> well, the Frank. So, all right. Let's let's pose this next question. Is the Frank? Did the Frank Hive turn into the Mitchell Robinson Hive? Or <laughs> hold on. Or 
the Quentin Grimes hive. Because you know, th- I think those guys are just as nuts as Frank fans. Well, I did. I just did a whole pod about that, man. Just um, but like I see people um, like kind of getting on me on, on Twitter about it, but they, they don't really understand where, where I'm coming from. The thing is, it's like 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 when you, when there's a player that you like, right? Um, you you can't like like think about him in imagination. You have to think about what's happening in, in front of you, the forward development. You can't say like if if he if he didn't if this guy everybody else is 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 involved without without this one guy, you know, uh, actually doing it for himself. So I mean, like you know, that's why that's why I keep bringing him up, whatever. Because like, a guy like Mc, Mc, uh, McBride, you don't have to worry about that because McBride could play. If McBride gets in the game, he's gonna produce. He's not. It's not gonna be like, yo, they're not putting him in the right spots to to play. That's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is bullshit. You know, either you, you know, my, my thing is either you can play or you cannot. Right. And that's it. Right. So right, right now, right. all 15 guys, that, you know, that we potentially gonna have, everybody could play. You know, so everybody could play. It's not an imagination. So I mean, like, like, um, say Mitchell Robinson. We're talking about Mitchell Robinson a lot. A lot. I, I agree. Mitchell Robinson has value to this roster. And he's gonna be. He's gonna help us if we don't do nothing, which we, which we probably won't. If, if we don't do anything, he like he's gonna be a very important part of what we do to to win this year. Every single player has their own um thing that they're gonna have their moment where they they're gonna have something that they're gonna bring to uh, to help us win next year, and that is incredible. You know what I'm saying? So I, I this, this is the path that I want. See, right now we, we came from the garbage. We was picking up garbage. Now you know it builds us up to, to even get to the point where a Tom Thibodeau wants to come here. Now now you get to the point where we're starting picking up little free agents here and there. Now now we we can sign a Fournier. Now we can sign a, a Walker. You know a Kemba Walker. We're leveling up. Now the next the next um big thing is to make a make a trade with the excess assets that we have because we have excess assets. We got so many draft picks coming up. We we can't draft everybody, and we won't. And, and we have excess where we could trade two, three first round draft picks and still have one every year. You know what I'm saying? Second round picks you want to talk about, and then now we have all these extra um contracts. I I have confidence that McBride and Grimes can come up into that that bench role for us. So if 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 that's if that's the case. Everybody thinks these guys can play. Then we can take, we can pull from from that from that thing and go get us a, a Carl Anthony Towns. And if we get Carl Anthony Towns, I don't want to hear shit because now now you're talking about that we are fucking a perennial, um, you know, um, championship contender at that point. You know what I'm saying? And that and that is the key. I, I don't want like let's say I, that's why I say I, I don't want to talk about um, paying this guy because of the market. That's bullshit. The the end game is to get to the point where we can make that move to get us to the championship. And that's it, because there's nobody that we're gonna sign. Everybody's getting these extensions. Mm-hmm. Everybody's we, getting all these yeah. extensions. There's nobody to sign. So we have all these assets. The Knicks are doing a great job. We got all these assets. As as soon as something becomes available, pack these assets up and make a drop. It's not necessary. It's not Dame. It's not Dame um dollar, because we got Walker and we got we got um freaking Rose. What the hell we need Dame for? You know what I'm saying? That yo. Now that I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking about it, our Colonel Anthony Towns is that guy. It's gonna get. It's gonna. It's gonna put us to the point where we have five guys that you cannot. You cannot um, double team any of those guys, and everybody can shoot the three. So how are you guarding that team? And oh then we got defenders God. coming off the bench. We got defenders coming off the bench. So you know that to me is is incredible to me. You know, and, and you're talking about stories, man. And then at the end game, you know, it, you know, it, it should always be the championship. That's 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 it. Okay. Be- okay. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I like this take. I I love this take so much. So you're telling me 
that with Carl Anthony Towns on this team, we are at a win now. Without a we doubt, are in win now mode. Yeah, without a doubt. Right, right. At that point, we will be on a three-year um um plane that um you know we're, we're trying to get a championship. At that point, that that's the end game. Listen, Tom Thibodeau, he's like Tom Thibodeau's. What is he gonna die? You know what I'm saying? He got like a five year, four year contract. What are we gonna wait till he till till he's in his in his second contract to start winning? It's crazy. You know, say right now it, we we in the, in the end game type of thing. We in the point now where where we can we can put something together to give us a three year window where we can go for it. And then once that three window is up, then we do it again. That's what all that's what all teams do. Even even teams that have solidified players like Tim Duncan and these guys, every so often they 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 they'll have a down year and then they'll come back for another for another four year run, three year run. That that's just how it is. Miami, Miami's the the number one with that. As soon as they came into the league, you know they they um they built it up. They got Pat Riley here, and then they won their first championship with um with um you know Anton Walker and those guys. And then you know um, LeBron came, and then you know it's always something to keep rebuilding to keep this thing going. And I think that's the trajectory that where the Knicks are all right now. Okay, I I I agree with you. I don't I don't like to give away my like my position you know giving away my position isn't isn't polarizing enough but you i was so compelled (laughs) bro i was so compelled when you said cat puts us in championship mode i agree bro how do you guard that though you don't how do do you guard that because i mean kemba walker if if um cat and and julius randall up on the perimeter and Fournier is on the perimeter too. I mean, it's so many different things that you could do with, with that. Because, I mean, you cannot double-team anybody. And Cat is going to score every single time one-on-one. Julius Randle is going to be wide open. You know, like, who do you double at, at that point, you know? And then the so, bench comes so, in. We never lose. We never, we never lose you any, say, any. Would you say the starting five with Cat in it, would you say that we are better than the New Jersey Nets? They're going to have to guard us. You know, at that point, you know, we're talking about they, they have three of the best players, offensive players. And, they, you know, Durant plays a little bit defense, but they got three of the best offensive players of this generation. You know, if, if you want to talk about that, the best handles that anybody's ever seen, the best pure score anybody's ever seen, the best um, probably shooting guard of this generation in Harden or point guard, whatever you want to say that he is. You know, there's three unstoppable players on, on that team. So they're going to be a, a hard out. But if they if those three goes against that five, they got to play defense. And at number one, nobody's guarding Cat on that team. You know, and number two, nobody's Nobody. guarding Julius Randle on that team. You know, and then Fournier is just, uh, just running around doing what he wants to do at that point. And then, then, then you forget about R.J. Barrett. You know, so there's so many different different um, levels to, to that team if, if we was to get um, Cat without trading any starters. It's crazy. Nick fans, there you have it. I agree. I agree, bro. No, 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 no fight in me today. No fight in me today. <laughs> no fight in you today, man. I agree, bro. We 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 um already eclipsed the, the the three hour mark, man. Bro, this is this has been one of the most uh entertaining shows that I've done in a long time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we've we've addressed 
this show was supposed to be, in my opinion, based off of the way I brought it to you, this show was supposed to be about Obi Toppin. You know, yep. and we were able to morph it and 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 bring it into so many different avenues, and that's what it's about. You know that this is this is what we do. This is what what Nick fans do. You know, we kind of jump down a rabbit hole. You know, we jump down the manhole in the Bronx, and then we come out the Pause. manhole in Long Island somewhere. Pause. You know? Yeah. So you know, it's just a it's just a matter of you know trying your best to my my goal. Let's try to figure out what the hell this front office is doing. I think that's what that's what gives this, these these the current Nick content creators their content is that nobody knows what the front office is actually trying to do. You know. And and that's an that's an amazing feeling to have. You know, why you feel like you're in the dark, you look at all the things that they actually have done and you say, "Okay, I like the way that looks. Well, the the thing the thing with that is just with everyone else is that everyone is still in the pocket of all these um, you know, um, mainstream media guys. You know, they're still in the back pocket. They don't have an opinion unless they let's say hear somebody say it. You right, know, they're still right. watching ESPN, watching these jackasses that are they're never they never even like seen a basketball. You know, they, they they can't even talk the game the way that we talk it. But you value their position. There's still people out there that gotta buy the newspaper every morning. Are you kidding me? You want to know, like, like in order to get your opinion, you got to read what Berman said. You know what I'm saying? Right. In order right. to get your the opinion, worst, the worst guy of all people to listen to, yeah. Berman. Yo, even even the Knicks players don't respect him no more. You know, the Knicks players are like, hey, go Berman, hey Berman, what's up? But you gotta ask me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't even get the respect. You know what I'm right. saying? So the thing is, like, yo, go support your your content creators. Like, you, you see, um, um, Evergreen here. You're gonna see him on NBK. You're gonna see him on on Garamo show. You're gonna see him on everybody's show. Whatever doing this thing, support these guys, man, because we know what the fuck we're talking about. Even right. if you don't agree with a simple a point that that, that Evergreen's making, or if you don't agree with the fuck I'm saying, at some point in this conversation, you're gonna agree with all of us. You know what I'm saying? And you're probably getting drunk at home enjoying the shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm I'll sweating right now. I'll say this. Yeah. Ba- based off of the way that I've I've truly listen to a lot of and i've i've echoed this sentiment many many times before right based off of the way i i can listen to the 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 generic rhetoric that comes out of a lot of people's mouths to include some of the nick content creators that are actually out there i can tell whether it's worth me even having a conversation with them and 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 what gives me that determination is when you listen to certain certain things that they say and certain positions that they hold, and you can tell. Hold on, I, I'll I'll pull this up on my phone, right? Because I have it on QuickBooks, right? You can tell whether these guys actually have read the NBA, the the, the CBA. If you aren't a guy. That has read the CBA in its entirety, not in its entirety. Let, let, that's 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 crazy to say because it's a fourteen hundred page document. I don't expect any of you guys to do that, but at least have it. Da- this is how crazy I am about this this Nick stuff. At least have it downloaded on your phone, right? I have the CBA downloaded on my phone right now. So when anybody asks any of these questions about Oh, what do you think about 
making this trade or making that trade, right? I'll give you a foundational idea of to what it takes. But at the end of the day, you need to come with some type of legitimate substance in order to make it work because this 2K shit is not the play. Yeah. It's this NBA 2K push X or whatever freaking button you got to press to execute the trade in hopes that it goes through. And then you say, oh, that doesn't work, so let me add another player. And up, oh, that doesn't work, let me add another player. And up, oh, that doesn't work, let me add another trap draft pick. That's not real life, people. It's not real life. So until you have done your due diligence and read the CBA so that you don't sound like an idiot on the New York Knicks content creators' pages, whether it's NBK, Die Hard Knicks, Blorit Cheers, uh, 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 Knicks Fan TV, uh, uh, um, um, uh, uh, Man, 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 it's, it's Ron Cleveland. Uh, 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 I can keep going down. I can go down all of them. All of those people have put in the work and said, yo, I don't want to sound like an idiot on my own show. So when people say certain things to me, I can nip all of that bullshit in the bud and I can tell you that that doesn't make sense and here's why. Because the CBA says this and it won't work because you got to make the money work or else the teams are going to come back and have to pay shit out of pocket, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. If you haven't done that, whoever you are, you can't come for Evergreen G because I got the CBA right here on my phone. And when people say crazy shit, I go straight to the chapters that's needed and read it. And I say, oh, okay, that shit makes sense. CBA chapter whatever to read, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, no, that's not Evergreen. Evergreen really, is like the, the Nick have, Israelite. You don't have to go that far, bro. You don't have to go that far. If you got it on PDF, you can just search up keywords and say veterans minimum, minimum, minimum search, and it'll take you right to the veteran minimum paragraph. And then you can say, okay, if this guy's making a veterans minimum. And this guy over here is making the max contract. How could I trade this guy for this guy and make it work without taking on salary and going in the hole? If you can't do that, if you can't do that, people, you are not in a position to come on any podcast to say Evergreen G don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, Evergreen, I, I can see you like standing on seven, like like thirty third and seventh with like a Nick Dashiki on reading the CBA. <laughs> talking about. <laughs> hey, I'll be uh, I'll be over there. I'll be over there in Harlem, like the the Hebrew Israelites wear blue and orange, like standing right by Macy's and shit. And he'll be oh like, "That's right." <laughs> Read that. Chapter four, chapter four, read chapter four, go to, go to, uh, oh uh, go to, go to Dolan chapter four, verse three. All right. Give me that. They get a ch- chapter four, verse three, James oh Dolan God. contracts. <laughs> yeah, like, instead of selling bean pies, you can be selling snickerdoodles and shit like that. I'll be selling snickerdoodles. Uh, Listen, oh man, God. if you, if my, my point in being is that for now, people, just listen. I'm not going to stray you wrong. I'm going to give you an opinion <laughs> from up front 
I'm not going to stray you wrong. I'm going to give you my opinion up front. And then afterwards, I'm going to give you all the facts in hopes to justify that. In hopes to justify that. That's it. I'm not going to give you nothing more, nothing less. You make your determination as to where you want to go, whether Evergreen G is an idiot. That's it. But if you haven't, if you if you haven't done that type of homework, you know I'm not. If if you got a a a, a, a Ivy League scholar from Harvard, you think an Ivy League scholar from Harvard is going to sit down and have an argument with a twelve year old about physics? He might. He 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 might just to <laughs> whatever. He might. He might. Mean a damn thing. Yeah. So if you're not that guy, if we're going to hold on to this mantra status of being the most educated, because I hear it all the time, the Nick fan is the most educated fan in the NBA, right? If we're going to hold on to that status, then every single person that I see that's in New York City at the Garden on 34th Street that's wearing a Nick jersey, I should be able to be like, just like the five percenters used to do back in the day, right? Five percent is they. Hey, what's today's math? What's today's to math? <laughs> what's today's Nick Nick's man, right? What's right, right. Nick's you had to say that, right? You had yeah. you had to report that, and they'd be like, they'd be like, if you didn't know it, what happens if you don't know it? Or what happened? And what happened? You get your ass beat, right? <laughs> so if I come to a Knicks fan in 34th Street on game day, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> what's the veterans minimum? Or blah 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 yada yada, and you can't say that, or at least you can't <laughs> pull out the the, the site work. And say, yo, according to CBA chapter four, blah blah blah, it says this, and I can be like, peace, Nick fan. You you said that shit. If you can't do that, you have no right to come on any platform to tell me or anybody else that we're crazy for the shit that we talk about. You you gonna throw hands with them if they don't if they don't know the CBA? I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not in that position no more. I'm not <laughs> I'm not out here getting ready to fight nobody. <laughs> bro, I'm a grown ass man, bro. I'll be 34. Well, I'll be 34, I don't know, 34 or 30, 35. I'll be 34 this year. I'm not I'm not about to be sitting here arguing with with people on, on you know that's that's not what I do. You know, we 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 <laughs> love this Nick you know, to, oh, shit. <laughs> real, real talk, people. Real talk, big fans. If you're gonna be, well, if we're gonna hold on to the idea, everyone should at least bare minimum. If oh, you don't have God. on a Knicks jersey, but you call yourself a Knicks fan, you you should at least bare minimum know the game. And part of knowing the game, outside of just knowing the rules of taking three steps is a travel, jumping up and down and landing with the ball after you've already had possession is a travel, right? Blocking the ball after it's on its downward trajectory is a block. If you, look, you, you can know those basic things about basketball, but to say that you're a real Nick fan, a diehard Nick fan, you got to at least have the ability to pull up the, 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 the CBA, some people you can you we can sit here and talk about the CBA all day, and they won't even know what the hell the CBA stands for. Is it the College Basketball Association? What? What are you talking about, dummy? It's a collective bargaining agreement that's about that's actually about to get rewritten next season because it resets every five to six years, depending on who the president is. So we Yo, we we got to do better, people. We got to do well, people. we got to do I'm better. A- 
I think I'm gonna close it here, but you know, as as far as the CBA, whatever, I think there might be a lockout, man, with all these people like like uh, giving the people everybody twenty million dollars a year, and they don't, de- you know, they don't deserve it. No, there's no forward moving, no what, no teams are getting better. They just spending all this money. I think that there's gonna be a problem because the players have too much um, say, and the owners don't have no say. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think there's gonna be a problem going forward. There, there might be another lockout. I, 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 the reason I don't foresee it as a problem is because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you will always have exploited talent coming in from college. And the fact that we just moved, we're moving into this era of high school players, you have even more exploited talent coming to come in, get ready to come in. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't want to be that guy that takes that, you're 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 looking for twenty million, but we're willing to give you ten million. If you, okay, fine, Mitchell Robinson, go look for it elsewhere. And when you end up having to go down to Orlando, and even Orlando is looking at you like, bro, if you don't get the hell out of here, we're not giving you ten million. You better take this uh, uh three point eight and call it a day. And yeah. now you're like, I'm not gonna play. That's fine. I'm gonna go to uh to a uh, 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 doodoo shit state university and I'm going to pick up this kid and he's going to play and give me the same amount of production. Right. And he's going to play and give me the same amount of production. That don't mean a damn thing for the CBA. The only time the CBA locks out is when they're up for a new contract. When, when the team, when a, when a, uh, 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 when the NBA is up to renew the collective bargaining agreement agreement, excuse me. That's the only time it happens. If it if it doesn't happen during that time, everybody else is like, "Get let me get the money that I can get," which is why you got players like Andre Drummond making two point five million dollars a year in Philadelphia when he could have got thirteen million dollars a year for the New York Knicks. I would have gave him that. Yeah. Right. So I don't. I don't. I get it. I understand where that where that angst and that fear comes from. I get it. But. I don't foresee the collective, you know, I don't foresee there being a lockout because players are happy. The shit players are happy. Not not so much the ownership. Hayward made a bag. He's happy. Why would he Not so much the ownership. Yeah, but the the ownership, the the show must go on. When there's lockouts, well, it's because of the players. It's not because of the sh- well, It's not because of the lockouts, owners. Lockouts are the owners locking the players out. Yeah, but... The owners are the own, but again, when the owners lock the players out, they don't lock them out until after free agency and after after the draft, right? We're not gonna, excuse me, we're not gonna play this guy that much, and then that guy just so happens to have direct connections to you know uh, um the, the the head of the CBA. Which this year, I think they announced that it's supposed to be um, CJ. Was it Bradley Bill or CJ McCullum? CJ McCullum this year. CJ McCullum, yeah. Right, CJ McCullum. Not many people got CJ McCullum on speed dial. I don't foresee it getting locked out this season. I, well, not, I just not this don't. season. This just season, like, like, think about it. Next, well, the season that we maybe next season. I'll I'll, I'll go with that. I like that. Well, whenever the CBA is up, when when is the CBA up? I believe the CBA is up this year. This is the the final year, which is why they elected a new president. 
But oh, the big okay, thing is, so that's the reason but, why they, they, there was a lot of resignings too, because the, right, the, the, right, one, okay, I got you. And then, and then, if if I mean, again, I can go back and reference the CBA again. It's a fourteen hundred page document, so I'm not getting ready to sit here and like read all of that on a show and give us some dead air. Um, yeah. you know, we can discuss that on the next show. But if there were to be a lockout, it would be next season because next season is the big free agency year. We knew right. one shit coming in free agency this year. Nobody, everybody was still on contract, right? Everybody's still on contract. The only player that was off contract that required that extension was Kawhi. That's it. Who else? Well, let me let me ask you this though: What are the requirements of, of for for due to shits um university? Due to due to shits university? Yeah, you, bro, you you don't even have to come off the bench. <laughs> we can evaluate you in the G League. <laughs> that's what that's what uh uh, uh doodle shits university in 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 uh uh uh, uh bumfuck Nebraska is gonna get you. Damn bumfuck Nebraska. You know what I mean? That's what that's what it's gonna get you. Okay, AK. Oh, you were you were you were D twelve scholarship holder from doodle shits university. All right. Oh, you were you were averaging thirty points at doodle shits university. Six rebounds and four assists on two blocks. You can make the G League, my guy. And there's a That's team that will evaluate you enough, just like we evaluated Kenny Wooten, <laughs> who's who's a free agent right now. There's a team that will evaluate you and find some type of value for you if the rest of the league decides, you know, the big free agents decide, they're not going to pay me $45 million in max for the next five years. Well, I'm gonna stop you there because I think we're gonna end the end the podcast because you just you just said that somebody that averaged the same numbers that Mitchell Robinson averaged, but you wanted to give him 20, but now you say <laughs> now you say reevaluate him and this that and the other. Anyway, so anyway, we we we're gonna end it, man, because we begin we're gonna go into four hours now, man. So we we um we already got three three twenty eight. I'm gonna end up cutting this podcast and making it two, you know, so so people can see the second half of what we were saying. Okay, but, okay, um, yeah, but Mister Mister Evergreen. <laughs> Thank you very much for for being on um the Dynex podcast, man. We got to do it again if if we can get like a, a another another topic that we can really go crazy on. We got we got to come back and do it again. Absolutely, you know I'm here. You know I'm here. Peace and love, Nick family. I love y'all. Um, expect a lot of new work on the production side, on the music production side from me. Um, you guys know I dropped the Big Fifteen EP uh, earlier on last season. Um. We didn't quite market it right. It, it was really predicated on the success of the NIST, which really didn't give us that far based off of Atlanta whooping our ass. Um, but this season and this this Knicks, you know, this new Knicks album that we're working on, um, it 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 really has a a great potential. So look out for that. Um, you know, new Knicks EP coming on the way. We haven't quite decided on on the album yet, but we're 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 putting in some work. Um, yeah, I know music is my my very first passion, and then it comes to mute, uh, and then it comes to the Knicks. So, um, keep an eye on, look out for that. Um, right before the season starts, hopefully, and uh, like, comment, subscribe, support all of the pages, all of them. I could run down a list, but right now you're watching Die Hard Knicks podcast, so you know, leave us a thumbs up. You know, uh, uh, subscribe if you haven't, share it if we haven't. You make sure you tell your uncle. And your sister, baby, cousin Tracy to tune in and listen 
everybody from Soundview stand up. Y'all listen. Y'all already know I'm representing for y'all. And um, yeah. Yeah, man. That's we out. So we out of here. Thank, thank you, everybody in the chat. Shout out to um to Tricky Nikki. I can't even post half of the stuff that he was saying in the, in the chat there, man. But um, you know, well, um, we'll see you guys next time. Shout out to Jarrell. Shout out to everybody here, Mr. Cully. Shout out to Cully. Uh, Cully also has his own show on Orange and Blue. Um, you know, what's the name? The Blanche Tears and stuff overnight. Yeah. So so you know, support everybody, man. But right now, Evil's out. Four fingers to the forehead. Tuck it a thumb. Salute. See you guys in the next one, man. Peace, peace, peace. peace.